Hello, and welcome to the Big Bold Faith Podcast, a podcast dedicated to getting real, bold, and honest when it comes to living and fighting for your everyday faith. Good morning, sunshine. I pray that this finds you well as you awaken today. I pray that you slept well, that you feel rested, that you feel good, ready to take on the day, ready to command your morning, ready to fight with our adversary, the enemy. Yes, yes, that is our purpose and goal every morning that we wake up. When God extends new mercy and new grace for us, he gives us the power and authority to fight against everything that comes our way. And maybe you've forgotten it. Maybe you feel worn down by the tactics of the enemy. And that's okay. Why? Because he does not win in the end. We know this. This is scripture. These are God's promises. It is by the word of God. It is by the power of our testimony by the blood of the Lamb, that we win. And by we, I mean us as believers that fight for the kingdom. So today, if you're feeling overwhelmed, feeling like you want to give up in the ninth inning or the ninth round, breathe. Yes, take a deep breath. Breathe in through the nostrils. Breathe out through the mouth. It's going to be okay today. God has already peeked into your future and he's already equipped you to win today. The battle is not ours, but the battle is God's. And as you go into today, I wanted to share a few things with you that came to mind with me. The first thing I would love to share with you is one of my favorite scriptures. And can I share with you, I'll share with you the reason why it's my favorite scripture. As I grew up, I would guess I would say, yes, I've always known God. There's always been a presence of God in my life. Some people are lucky and some people are not, but that does not disqualify you from you having a relationship with God. And my relationship with God has not always been so strong But at a young age, when I attended a private Christian school, they required us to have scriptures to memory. And the scripture, which I feel like everyone knew the scripture, but this has always been the scripture that's been tattooed on my heart. It's been the scripture I've remembered since, probably since I've been seven years old. And it's Proverbs 3, 5. But today it jumped differently at me. And I love that, right? The word, being the word. People looking at it as just words, but it's so much deeper than that. When you get in the presence of God and you get a chance to look over it, meditate over it, God reveals something new even when you're not looking for it. Proverbs 3, 5. If you know it, recite it with me. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, submit to him 
That's the NIV. I know it as in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. When I was reading it today, that last part really hit me. It will, he will make your path straight. He will show you the path is really the, the interpretation that I had found. And with that, uh, and I actually, give me a second, let's see, let's let's pull it up in the NLT because I think that's what I remember it. There it goes. In the NLT, it goes, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all that you do. Sorry, let's be let's be factual and literal. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. It's that last part for me. He will show you. And that's it. He will show you. We get in this cycle of living life, asking God, God, I need a decision. God, I need to figure this out. God, why aren't you answering? And it came to me so clearly. He will show you which path to take. So when you're between a crossroad, when you're between feeling like you're confused, God is not a God of confusion. God will come into conversation with his children to tell them which way to go, but we must go. We must trust in the Lord and not onto our own understanding. We do not make decisions for ourselves. For the next scripture, the next verse in seven says, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything that you produce. But we must not lean into our own understanding. We must not go with the familiarities of life. We not lean back onto what we knew based on our experiences, based on things that we knew. And I wonder, I wonder how many times that we get off path because we lean onto our own understanding. We don't trust that the God of the universe can intercede at any moment and any time to tell us otherwise. Yet, do we make space for him to do so? You know, we wake up in the morning, we pray, we say, God, I have this thing that I need to do. I need your direction. Give me the red pill or the blue pill, right? But what if God doesn't answer you in the morning? What if it's microseconds before you make that decision that God comes and says, my son, my daughter, don't do this. My son or daughter, do this. My son and daughter, Ooh, something sounds fishy here. My son and daughter, take a couple moments before you sign that deal. What are you doing with your understanding? What are you doing with your mindset? What are you doing when you actually trust in God? What does that feeling feel like when you trust in God? Many of us don't know what that feeling is. We're so used to trusting our own gut like, you know, we go around and we say, I just have a feeling. I just know a feeling. Please let that feeling be of God. Please let that feeling be of the Holy Spirit. And you know how you check it, right? When God puts you in precarious situations that you're not sure if, why would I ever go with that? He's the beginning and the end. He is 
our ways are lower than his. His mindset is above ours. And so I, I really want you to intentionally figure out if you're leaning on your own understanding today. With that, God revealed something else to me earlier this week. I posted this on my social media about complaints. It's funny how complaints are. I was reading in scripture, um, in Corinthians specifically, and it was talking about how the Israelites, God provided for them. He provided water, quail, bread with them. And in all of that, God being the provisionary, God being Jehovah Jireh, he was not pleased with them. My God, can you think about it? God providing for all of your needs and you recognizing them. But getting to heaven and God saying, I was not pleased with you, my goal and hope in life is that God looks to me and knows that I try to please him. And to please him is to follow his word. But back to scripture, it talks about how he wasn't pleased with them because of their evil deeds, how they related to sexual desires and how they grumbled, how they complained. And out of all of them, when you look at sinful things, you think, of course, God doesn't want us to, to have any um, any other gods before him. That's the part of the commandments. Sexual desires, okay, yes, that makes sense. But the complaining God, the complaining, complaining, the grumbling. And so I posted this challenge on my social media of doing 30 days of non-complaints. And you might be like, Brittany, I don't complain. What I started to recognize was we complain more than we normally think that we do. We complain to have something to talk about, to have something in common. I had spoken about how I went to the nail shop and these other women around me were complaining about marriages and man and stuff like that. And I jumped into it thinking that I was like adding advice, adding to the conversation when I was actually coming into agreement with their complaints. Quickly, I was reminded and I repented and I came out of alignment of that very thing because power in life comes, yes, 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 yes. And me agreeing with that agreed to my future because their future didn't look right. And me sitting with the non-believers talking about the things that I believe when God so prevalently says that you can't be friends with the world. Yet here I am finding something to talk about with the non-believers as far as the complaints. And maybe it's not even the non-believers. Maybe you too are with believers complaining some way, some form, just to have something to talk about. It might not all sound like grumbling, but maybe you're complaining about your life. And maybe that's because you're not content. And let's be honest, I haven't always been content with what I have. I've been self-serving. I've been self-righteous of thinking that my way should have been the right way. I have contemplated and grappled with God, saying, God, I've followed all of your commandments and your timing is off. So I, I'm challenging you as we don't lean into our own understanding. In that leaning on our own understanding is where I think got the Israelites into trouble. They had an understanding of what 
they have their own understanding. I'm sorry. They had their own understanding of what they wanted to possess, how long it should have taken them to get out of the desert, what they wanted to see, what their God should look like, that they used their own wisdom, right? Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. God showed them the path to take, yet they wanted to do their own thing. And we never want to go our own way where we start making idols for ourselves. Yes, the idols man-made of yourself. You bowing down to it, consulting with yourself to say, Hey, Brittany, what do you want to do today? Show me the way. I believe in you. I trust in you more than God. Even when it doesn't make sense, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it looks like I'm the crazy person in the room, we must stand for God and nothing else. I'll leave you with this. In 2 Peter 1.5, I was reading today, many scriptures for you guys today. In 2 Peter's, 2 Peter 1.5 today, it says, Make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. Got me to thinking. Even the scripture before that, in three, it says, His divine power has given us everything, everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who was called us by His own glory and goodness. So, you have everything you need today to walk in the godliness that God has called you to be as children, as sons and daughters of righteousness. Where are you leaning on your own understanding? Where are you complaining when you've been equipped for goodness and godliness? (laughs) 